0: Hello and welcome to the Product Coach Podcast. My name is Suj and thank you for joining us on this journey to explore the domain of product management and having a successful career as a product manager. Episode 6, Get Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable in Dealing with Change. So one thing is constant in this world and that is change. When we were all counting down to 2020, who would have thought the world would have been engulfed in this global pandemic? In my working career, I have lived through the Asian financial crisis, global financial crisis, SARS, and now the pandemic, also known as COVID-19. The stock markets have taken a beating in all of these crises and has also rebounded. Businesses have gone down under many unexpected bankruptcies and personal financial difficulties for many of the world's population. Bringing this closer to all of us, what are the lessons we should expect to learn from these drastic environmental changes, not just limited to these crises, but our daily engagements at work and the wider community? product managers must look at their job function as one which is dynamic and evolving and not rely on the status quo for continued career growth and product performance. Let's dial back a little and and illustrate this in a better light away from these crisis situations and focus on some practical examples which have shifted the way of thinking on how products should be managed and evolve. In the last few years, the digital transformation of businesses has taken shape across the globe with an emergence of new business models and customer experiences. A lot of this shift has emerged firstly due to the digital customer experiences, which transpired in the retail consumer space. Companies like Uber, Amazon, Google, to name a few, have been largely credited with building out ecosystems and delivering delightful digital customer experiences. You know what I'm talking about. The first time you booked an Uber ride, remember how cool you felt when you saw that you could in a few taps quickly book a ride and track the vehicle coming to you and then pay with the tap of your phone. Digital experiences are just that, a seamless real time experience in completing a transaction where you have complete end-to-end visibility on what exactly is happening at every step of the way. You are no longer in the dark. Before Uber, you would have called up the cab company, be put on hold, and then an operator would have taken your address and confirmed back to you after some time when the cab could be sent to your destination. All of this is now happening within your app without any human interaction from your side. Tap, tap, tap and you're done. So how is all this possible? What's changed? What's made this all possible? This is where the magic begins and if you were a product manager being told by management to make our products and businesses digital, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when it's beginning to get uncomfortable and you know it's going to be this way and you have to learn to accept it and find a way to still get things done and excel. I'm not going to get into the history of how we got here with the digital revolution. There is enough material on the internet which would bring you up to speed. In fact I'm going to use the illustration of the Uber use case to show you how the change in the landscape whether it be through new technology or otherwise has demanded the product manager to step out of their comfort zone and lean forward in hitting the reset button in their approach. In other words, reinventing yourself by recognizing that things cannot be done in the old way in this new world, which we live in. Leaps in technology changes how information is exchanged. Application programming interfaces, APIs, have been around for a long time, but they have typically been used in the backend systems connecting one system to another. To the layman, the APIs are pushing messages as and when an event occurs, rather than sending information in a batch manner, where at specific time intervals, numerous transactions are batched up together and then sent to another system for processing. You would have heard the phrase batch run. That's basically it. So in the case of APIs, a system can pull or push information based on an event. And this in many cases can help to define a real time or a near real time exchange of information. So these APIs have now moved into the customer facing domain where front end applications like websites and mobile apps are now using APIs to connect to all these back end systems, exchanging information real time to give that digital experience which we all talk about and expect these days from our various service providers. These APIs are also known as customer experience APIs. Blockchain and distributed ledgers are a recent phenomenon which has translated the way records are kept, and how information can be decentralized and be used as a tool for authenticity. There are multiple use cases on the use of this technology, from the use of cryptocurrency, asset ownership, documentation tracking, and much more. While the larger scale use of this technology and its commercial viability still remains a point of discussion, the fact is that the technology is available and is being invested in by both the private and public sector. This has a knock-on effect for product managers, as there needs to be an understanding of how this technology could be potentially be repurposed to gain operational efficiencies and commercial advantage. A few years ago, when I first heard of all this, it didn't really make sense to me. Today, I can see how this technology could converge into existing products and services. Of course, it may not be practical to do so in some instances for cost and resource considerations. Nevertheless, as a product manager, this technology is something to keep an eye on. It's only going to get better and cheaper, and with the use cases expanding into every industry, it's a matter of time when this comes down your path, and you may need to evaluate its merits for your products. We then have the domain of artificial intelligence and machine learning which has come to the forefront with big data lending itself to the use of ai and data modeling we are now at a stage where machines can take over many of the mundane tasks and can also be used for forecasting and running various data driven ai simulations as product managers this is an area of upskilling to deeply understand the various frameworks to derive maximum benefits for product management and customer insights. Emerging business models create new revenue opportunities and distribution paths. With traditional business models reaching a saturation point in some industries and the digitalization of many businesses comes an opportunity for growth through innovative pricing where, for example, you may charge clients for data or for analytics information. Basically charge where the client derives the maximum value from your products. The product itself may not be the core source of income for you, but the ancillary services around it may be the key differentiator between yourself and the competition. Companies in the enterprise resource planning space are moving into that direction. Traditionally, the model was based on the number of licenses and users that were onboarded onto the platform. It is not a must that these traditional fee streams should go away, but there certainly is an opportunity to relook and see where the biggest opportunity awaits for your product. E commerce has been around since the start of the millennium, so you may ask what's the big fuss about these days with digital. To me, the difference is in the way the fulfilment is done today versus in the past. It's really one seamless journey to buy what you want, pay securely, and then track the delivery of your items real-time from the online shop front right to your doorstep, akin to how Amazon does it. Now every major retailer is building on that same model and investing less in bricks and mortar. At the point of writing this article, due to the COVID pandemic, all paper-based newspapers in australia had stopped printing as paper on, as at the point of writing this article due to the covid pandemic all paper-based newspapers in australia had stopped printing on paper as circulation ceased to exist through physical stores and home delivery with the lockdowns which were imposed countrywide so again this then forced the hand of the newspaper companies to shift entirely onto digital Regulations forcing the way to closed loop systems being open to everyone. There was a time when large corporations prided themselves on their closed loop platforms and their network. Think ATMs here. Banks had their own ATMs and their staggering nationwide footprint gave them the edge. Slowly these ATMs became shared amongst banks to give wider coverage and also revenue channel To recover costs. Let's take this now a step further to open banking. More and more regulators are setting the scene for financial information to be made accessible to other companies. So for example, a startup which has great analytics can now give you a wealth portfolio which pulls information from all your investments and bank accounts into one consolidated view. Isn't that a treat? What would something like this mean to your products? There could be parallel cases occurring in other industries as well. Customer delight and expectations are at an all-time high. We all get spoilt for choice as consumers. There used to be a time when you could buy a CD to listen to your favourite artist. Then came Apple's iTunes, which was 99 cents for a track. And people thought that was the bee's knees. Now you have the charms of Tidal and Spotify which essentially have transformed how we consume music. It's all on demand and subscription paid model coupled with a freemium model with advertisements if one doesn't want to pay for the service. You can see the same with books with Amazon Kindle who literally paved the way for consumption of digital content and subscriptions. With so many services going digital, consumers are beginning to demand similar experiences in all their dealings with companies regardless of where it's in the business to consumer space or in the business to business space. I find that this should be reasonable and expected behavior for us product managers. This expectation will force the rethinking around existing processes, product delivery and consumption patterns. If we don't innovate the way in which we do things, someone else will. At the outset, it might seem that new incumbents who offer these digitally-led propositions may not be able to nudge the existing market share. In May 2020, Hertz, a global car rental company, filed for Chapter 11 in the U.S. courts for bankruptcy protection. How did such a global dominant player succumb to the pressures? Well, people might say COVID-19 is responsible for this. The truth, in fact, is quite the opposite. The writing was probably on the wall for quite a while akin to death by a thousand cuts, not wanting to sound morbid. But the reality is their business model did not remarkably improve over time compared to, say, Uber and Lyft. It's easier to hail a cab riding app rather than picking up a car at a specific location than having to drop it off at some unfamiliar location. This model worked at a time when digital options were less and people didn't have a choice. It's easier to be just picked up and driven to the destination and not having to worry about parking and various other inconveniences. Let's not forget Generation Z, their habits and expectations define the future. When the millennials came into the workforce, much was said about them and their demands. Generation Z has been a revelation and their behaviors are requiring how companies will engage with this group. McKinsey & Company has an excellent article on how to compare. If we focus on some of the key traits, you will see how Mm. impact product managers. Social network. Product managers need to think about how they reach out to this group to market products. This group is very savvy and rely on social networks to evaluate the benefits and the truth about what is being sold to them. They are able to validate the claims made by the product through the social community and seek consensus within their peer group before acting on it. Digital natives. No other generation in human history has been technology savvy than... The generation Z. Born into the digital realm of internet, mobile and iPads, this group literally grew up with all of this around them and being able to navigate their way through the digital landscape has made them very very comfortable with technology. They expect to be engaged digitally and have services made available 24 by 7. A digital first organization would do well with this group. Ethical Surprising as this may sound, the Generation Z have a keen inclination on doing the right thing. They are attached to companies which have good social cause and social enduring DNA, where the company does good by the community. So expect to be seen in favorable light if your products are ethically inspiring. Let's get comfortable with progress. With so many influencing factors at play on a day to day basis, a product manager has the tricky task of juggling a balancing act of thinking about immediate short term needs and managing long term needs as well. Yes, it's an uncomfortable time to be a product manager, but it's also the best of times because you have an open canvas to reshape how your products are designed and delivered to your customers. Be open, be flexible, be understanding, and you are poised for a remarkable journey which will stretch you further. Get comfortable with this. It's time to invest more than ever in your personal training and increasing your awareness so that you're better equipped to make sound decisions for the benefit of your product and the business overall. You can start this journey by taking a few simple steps, understand where your industry is heading, check in with your customers regularly and see what kind of expectations are shaping the decision-making process in evaluating which products they're going with. Engage the vendor community and look into what startups are bringing to the table. See if you can repurpose the technology for your business. Read up on some of the topics and technology that I have covered here. There's plenty on the internet. A lot of it's free. Check out the publications from leading consulting companies. They are pretty good with their research. Lastly, put in some reasonable hours on online courses to study more about the areas which interest you. Thank you for listening to the Product Coach Podcast. See you next week.